Today's episode is brought to you by Hungry Root. I don't know about you, but scrolling through Instagram makes me hungry. But since I don't cook and delivery options are usually very unhealthy, I'm looking for another solution. Luckily, one of my best friends, Molly Chen, works at Hungry Root. She introduced me to their food, which is all fresh and made from clean ingredients. It comes with instructions on how to combine things into 10-minute meals that are delicious and healthy, like sweet potato pad thai or chicken sausage with broccoli rice and pesto. Bonus, you dirty like one pan. My husband is very into the black bean brownie batter, which has no refined sugars or eggs. Get $25 off two deliveries when you visit HungryRoot.com follow. That's HungryRoot.com follow. Hi everyone, welcome back to Do You Follow, where we answer your social media questions and help you become even better social media marketers. We have a very special guest with us this week, my dear friend, Birchbox co-founder and VP of brand and customer experience at Hungry Root, Molly Chen. Hi. Yay, snaps for Molly Chen. So happy to be here, avid listener. (laughs) Molly is an avid listener. We get a lot of positive feedback on the pod from Molly. Um, So Molly's here to impart some food Instagram wisdom on a listener who runs social for a coffee and ice cream shop in DC. Plus we are going to play our usual games. A little bit about why Molly is equipped to give food and content advice and that you are very lucky to be getting this for free. So in addition to being Birchbox co-founder, running content at Birchbox, which makes Molly like a social media content expert, now she's doing the same thing as head of brand at Hungry Root, but she's also like a food expert. Tell everyone a little bit about like your love of food and sort of like your food journey and why everyone who knows you is like Molly's my food guru. I have a lot of opinions about food. I think about it way too much. It was actually so funny that I was in beauty for so long and I obviously loved my experience because I think about food like every minute of every day. I think about what I'm going to make, what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to buy on the way home. Um, But I, you know, some people have hobbies and my hobby is like shopping for food and cooking food and eating food. Um, And my whole thing about food and for other people is like figure out what works for you. And so that's kind of, I'm also obsessed with wellness. So it's about finding the healthy that works for you, finding like a sustainable lifestyle, finding like the breakfast that make you feel good, finding the recipes you can come back to again and again. So I just love it so much. And I love giving advice about it. So literally when Molly told me about her, this new opportunity to join Hunger Root, I was like, wait, this is like the sky opened and sent you like your dream job because you get to do brand and content and marketing, but also like feed people healthy food, which is like your passion. So it just makes me happy that my friend is like at such a perfect place for her. Um, And so as you know, because you already heard us talk about a little bit, this episode is actually brought to you by Hungry Root and our listeners can get $25 off to Hungry Root deliveries if you go to HungryRoot.com slash follow. So we are going to do a listener question today that's related to food. And what's really funny is that when Juliet like selected this question for today's episode, she did it because it's about food, but she didn't even realize that this is a person that I know in real life because of Molly, who's Molly's like actual real world friend, which just goes to show that like probably all of you listening are like, duh, we know Molly Chen. Like we listen to your podcast. You and Juliet talk about her every week and we follow her on Instagram and get her newsletter. But like, maybe not. (laughs) I don't know. Just in case. I know. For anyone I've never met. (laughs) Hi. Right. It's highly unlikely. You can DM me for recipe advice. I love giving advice. Yeah, she does. Um, And we'll get to this later in the games, but y'all should be following Molly. So, okay. 
Let's jump into the question this week. This question comes to us from a listener who manages the account of a coffee and ice cream shop. Two of my favorite things. Yeah, right. In the Washington, D.C. area. So I'm going to go ahead and read y'all the question. This came to me through DM. So just remember, you can DM me. You can DM Juliet. Now you can DM Molly. She will send it to us. Um, you can send us a carrier pigeon, email, do you follow at gmail.com, whatever you want. Okay. I manage a brand account with a large following and a rapidly increasing following. We gain about 100 new followers a week organically, but our post engagement, likes, comments, etc., has been declining. We've done lots of collaborative posts for cross promotion, a few giveaways each month, regular Instagram stories, etc. I'm so confused as to why and how we can think about increasing post engagement while continuing to grow the audience. Any ideas? I love the podcast. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, so we are going to keep this account anonymous, um, but Mal and I are looking at it. So, Mal, you know, why don't you start, like, what are your sort of initial thoughts from this, from this question? Yeah, I think we started to talk a little about this a little bit because I'm thinking about Hungaroo and how we can grow our account. You know, we have a yeah. pretty robust following, but we, of course, want it to be a lot bigger we know from our Birchbox days slash looking at the internet that there are a lot of kind of like cheap ways to grow. Like yep. there's certain things that the internet likes. They like nails. They like ice cream with your beautiful toes sticking out underneath yeah. it. Like yep. there are certain things you can create that are kind of like an easy way to grow but aren't necessarily something that your followers are going to find super valuable. Yep. So when I think about this, I think it really is a trade-off. It's like you want to grow, you want to get your brand in front of new people, but you also ultimately want to be cultivating that target audience and making sure that they're coming to you for something that only you can deliver to them. So, yeah. you know, that whiteboard with the, what are those things called? Letter boards? Yeah. Like the letter board with the yeah. coat? Yeah. Everyone's doing that. At a certain point, even that's going to like top out. Yeah. So if you want to grow engagement, I would say try to create your own your own version of that and not just copying what the internet wants. A hundred percent. And I think the question, the like sort of annoying question that I always ask people when they send me things like this is that you should really take a step back and be like, why do I want followers? Why do I want engagement? And you think that you know, but when you get forced to answer that question, like you might not know. So like, let's talk about Love Stories TV. I want followers for two reasons. One, I want people to look at our account and be like, oh, they have a lot of followers. This must be important. This must be a thing that I should get involved with as a wedding business or as a bride. Like people just think that way. A lot of followers means signifies to people that the account is of like a significant important business that's doing a good job. Whether that's true or not, that's it signifies people. So there is some truth in just like wanting to have followers. But the second reason I want followers is I want a lot of people to talk to about Love Stories TV. The more people that follow my account, the more people I can navigate over to our website, the more people that will submit videos, the more people that will book the vendors who pay us to be part of it. So it's like both, right? So then it's like, how do you get those followers? There's two ways. You get those followers by your account just being really good and people literally telling and tagging their friends like, hey friend, come check this out. I'm getting value from this. You also get a lot of followers by have using hashtags correctly or just like having a pretty account that like shows up in discover and like all of those things are okay those are you just want to like use them all I think correctly um so like you know we think about it love story tv and then I'll hand it back over to you mall like every post we th sort of think of for a purpose like is this a post that people are going to like tag their friends in the comments which means their friends are going to start following us that's like engagement it's sort of like light engagement but it will get you a bunch of followers 
sometimes we're like, we actually want to know, like, what do our followers think about this thing? We might get less comments, but they're like really valuable comments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this a post for engagement? Is this a post like to get followers? Like, it's okay to sort of think about posts in different ways, I think. Yeah. And the thing I was going to say is that for place for retail businesses or, you know, a retail business that's also selling online, it's a little, you know, I guess I'm thinking more about places that, uh, that I might visit. So mm -hmm. Instagram, as we know, is like a, a, how you decide, do I want to eat this place? Do I want to yeah. go to this hotel? Right. So of course it's important that your feed is really beautiful and kind of represents your aesthetic and also represents what people can like eat and do there. That's how people research. Mm -hmm. So those might not be the posts that get like a crazy amount of engagement if it's just like a beautiful picture of the outside of your shop or something like that. But I think that those are important for other reasons because they kind of educate people as to like, who are these people? Where are they located? What can I eat or buy when I go there? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm kind of the same way. It's like anything, any content you put out there, there should be a so what. And I think as far as engagement, you kind of don't know what people are going to engage with. I think you really do have to like test yeah, a lot. Like test and learn. You know, if it's food, like do some really close up food shots, do mm -hmm. some really wacky videos. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think it really is like there's a fairly clear like Instagram food aesthetic and you can do a fair amount of that and probably get to a baseline number of like likes and comments. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you want a lot more, you have to really start doing things a little differently. They're going to be eyes catching. Totally. And I think so two other things I tell people, it's like, if you can afford it, you should get Dash Hudson for your business. Like someone the size of Hungry Root, like, you know, is probably using a tool like that. Like this particular coffee and, um, the shop that we're looking at like probably can't afford it but like Instagram insights are really popular you can sort in Instagram insights by which posts gave you the most followers which posts gave you the most comments so like spend a time a lot of time looking at that stuff so what I would say that this account I know it's sort of tricky for you guys at home because I'm not telling you who it is but let me tell you what they're doing right they their account is pretty when you just look at it they have a pretty logo their Instagram stories um all have like matching um thumb circle -y highlights. things highlights um, in them, which I think is important. And just like their pictures aren't like intensely the same like color story like matching, but they all like look good, mm -hmm. which is important. Like you don't want people to like come to your account unless you're like the fat Jewish and like the mm -hmm. point of your account is to like not be cute. Like I think that's key. And the other thing I would say that they are doing right is when you click into their posts, it's sort of a combo of um, tactical information. Like we're going to be closed this day mm -hmm. for this reason or like we um here's I, a new flavor here's it's a new flavor free. yeah like here's a new which I like and I think that's like important and interesting and then they also did one they mention a particular food that they sell at their shop and then they say like they put a cute picture that represents that food and then the last part of their post is like if you'd like to see this food return to our shop raise your hand they use the hand raise emoji so this is what we were talking about before this got a bunch of comments mm -hmm. it's really easy for people to engage with like on one hand it's sort of like engagement light it's just like raise your hand but this is like really important business information they're getting like do people that follow them care enough and yeah. so that's something that like I love and this is um I think you mentioned this before it's like when you ask questions like for God's sake, like, ask a question that you can do something with the answer. Like, the, oh, like, I, people being like, do you like breakfast? Oh, or my like, God, I hate it. Or, like, who's having a good day? Who's like, ready for the weekend? And, like, if you're doing it, like, I'm not saying we never do this a lot of stories, <laughs> but if you're doing it just, and it's rhetorical, like, fine. But when you're literally, people are like, where are you guys going on Christmas vacation? And you're, like, a beauty company? Like, why are you asking people where they're going on Christmas vacation? Ask them which of the two lipstick colors they like better. Yeah. Or ask them, like, whatever. 
I'm like very anyway. Close, if you're gonna like, ask a question, unrelated. make sure you're gonna do the answer is something that you can do something with, yeah, or I agree. it makes sense for that person to answer it. Yeah. Um, but as far as I guess one other thing, because this person yeah. did say that that they've done a fair amount of like uh, collaborative posts for cross yeah. promotion. I mean, I think those are great. Those are and same yeah. with giveaways. Yeah. Um, it is very possible that we can do stuff like that. You're not getting a customer or a follower who's necessarily 100% aligned with what you are offering. So, like, that is just one thing to think about with giveaways and, like, totally. your partnerships. You have to be smart. So this is something I feel really strongly about. I also think it depends what kind of account you are. So, for example, at Birchbox, like, we would think about giveaways, like, really carefully before we do them because we were like, we're selling stuff. So if people are just entering a giveaway to win stuff and they have no intention to buy, like is getting them as a follower like actually valuable? Like we would sort of weigh it really carefully. It Sometimes it was totally worth it if it was from another brand that we thought had really good engagement, good followers, but sometimes it wasn't. But like at Love Story CB, for example, we're like, we're not asking our user to buy anything day to day. I mean, we're asking them to follow us, to trust us as a source. And then when they have a purchase to make for their wedding, like they'll trust us, but it's a little bit more media. So we do just like want to get people who are like into weddings. But the thing that we do that I really recommend to people is we use a tool like WooBox. I feel like people don't really realize this. We get more Instagram followers on Love Stories View and we do giveaways where we're like enter through the link in the bio and we ask you for your name, your email, and then you have to hit the Instagram follow button to enter. You think you're going to get... a great tip. You think... And then we get their email and we can email them and get them as an Instagram follower and we actually get more Instagram followers that way than just like like and follow. Yeah. And Can't higher people. quality people because it's that one little extra step. I'd rather get 500 high quality new followers in emails than a thousand like randos. Yeah, that's super smart. Yeah. So generally I think person, you're doing a good job. I think you're doing a great job. I think unfortunately also we all know the Instagram algorithm. I it's know not it's, it's not like the answer to everything, but like I do think there's some wacky stuff happening right now with all sorts of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I guess the moral of the story is just continue to keep testing. Think about what's I always say this, like, what's the so what for your customer, for Mm -hmm. your follower? What's in it for them? Make sure that you're kind of doing something Mm -hmm. that's uniquely you. Like, Mm -hmm. your flavors, unique to you. You know, a shot of, like, you know, UGC shot of someone, like, holding your ice cream home outside of your beautiful storefront. Like, totally something you could do. Mm -hmm. You know, some generic picture of, like, a coffee. Like, maybe not. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, continuing to kind of, um, you know, tread the water. Tread the water? No. Treading water is one thing. Walk the line. Yeah. <laughs> Walk the line between like stuff yeah. Instagram likes and stuff that's kind of unique to your brand. The, the last thought I'll leave you with, um, everyone who listens to this podcast is sick of hearing me say this, but hashtags, you should use them. They're not uncool. And I'm going to remind <laughs> you, people think about hashtags sometimes too literally. They're like, okay, I'm going to hashtag the word coffee and people are only ever going to see this if they click on hashtag coffee. That is not true. If you follow Starbucks and Instagram knows that Starbucks a coffee account, it's going to be more likely to suggest you other coffee accounts. Hashtags are not just for clicking. They're like signifiers to Instagram. Like that's how Instagram populates your discover feed. That's how Instagram decides that you might be a good recipient of an ad. Like just don't forget that. And so I'm noticing that this account, like sometimes they do a hashtag block and sometimes they're just doing a hashtag of their own business name. Do the block. It's not uncool. Do the block every post? Yeah, I do do the block every post. And if you, if it just like really makes your skin crawl, which some people do, you can do it as like a comment underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, That's but what they've done they did that here. 
I'm sold. Okay. Meredith on my team, are you listening? (laughs) Okay, Molly, I'm trying to be a grown-up and not eat only cereal for dinner, but I don't know how to start eating healthy, and also, I'm running a business here, so time is limited. What do I do? So I would probably just invite you over and cook for you, but since I can't, I have a baby and a life, um, (laughs) I have a solution for you. You should definitely try Hungry Root. We send you fresh, clean ingredient foods like pre-prepped veggies, tasty sauces, and healthy proteins that you can use to make 10-minute meals. I like to think of these as like healthy building blocks for your life. You can mix and match them into like delicious dinners and lunches. Okay, okay. So you're telling me the veggies come chopped, the sauces are already made, and most meals can be ready in like 10 minutes or less? Exactly. Um, And I know you tried a delivery recently, so you can tell me for yourself which dish was your favorite. Um, I'm very obsessed with the sweet potato pad thai. I love that not only are all the ingredients clean, but the food is very tasty. And Justin almost ate the entire tub of black bean brownie batter. Proof that healthy food can actually be easy. Exactly. And we also want to make the service easy for you, which is why if you have dietary restrictions, like I know you don't eat soy, or if you're gluten-free, or if you're vegan, or if you're omnivore, tell us all those things, and we'll make sure that your delivery is fully tailored to your preferences. Awesome. That's good for Juliet. She's not free. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. I'm totally sold. So, Love Stories radio listeners will get $25 off two deliveries when you visit HungryRoot.com slash follow. That's HungryRoot.com slash follow. Okay, now we're going to do the best part of the pod, if I do say so myself. We are going to play some games. So, our first game is Save by the Gram, and Molly just revealed to me something fascinating. She doesn't save grams. Molly, I'm a maniac saver. Talk to everybody about this. I really this. don't. I'm I'm trying to figure out why I don't. So okay. I I screenshot things. Okay. Um, so you save 1.0. That's like... I save 1.0. I think to me it just feels more intuitive because usually if I'm going to screenshot it, I'm sending it to someone else to tell them something and about it. And you don't it. just message it to well, them Well, I do Instagram. message This oh. is more like if I want to send it to my team or something. Okay. Um, I send people message... You know, Post as messages constantly. I like want to my, see like what's the last thing you've. Oh sent my god, me. my husband Rob probably has like five in his little you know Instagram inbox right now that are you know three are recipes. One is probably like a picture of a friend with a comment, and like another is like a place I want to go. Um, Our entire Instagram conversation is just about how cute your child is, <laughs> and about like things you took pictures of while we were together that I didn't, and then I shared your post. But I'm this is not a fascinating conversation. The things I would save are so I don't like shopping. Um, so I'm not going to save fashion. I love cooking and like like getting meal inspiration, but I know the places where I like getting it. So I'm most likely to go to those accounts if I need to like, you know, remind myself or I've sent it to Rob and then I go back into our history and I'm like, oh, there's that like soba thing I want to make or whatever. So do you have anything in your saves? So like, we were just talking about this. Okay, I what's the it. last thing you saved? This oh, will be this, this, this is, is actually very the instrumental. The game is like, okay. This is a really good one for this. But she does, Molly doesn't save a lot, but it's very organized. It looks like a beautiful Pinterest Well, profile. it was like when I wanted to actually like have little collections of things. So I yeah. saved. I noticed one day, and you guys have seen these, yeah. that a lot of brands are doing these like millennial pastel Yep. Floods of color with yep. quotes. Yep. And that's driving me a little crazy. Yep. And I saw yep. like four of my feet at once. So I just like saved four of them that's into a so little quotes funny. folder. They're literally the same exact design um, from four different accounts. I feel like we shouldn't say which I accounts they this. are. But yeah. like you guys know what I'm talking about. And it, the font almost looks exactly the same. And it yeah, just like I hate blew those. my and mind. And those – can I just say another rude thing? Yeah. Those quotes have nothing to do with those businesses. Yeah. 
Um, I did. I do have a saved folder of Italy, places I wanted to go in Italy. I mean, I should be using it more for travel stuff because, like, that's how I... But maybe it's because you don't save because you are the person from whom oh. other people save. Like, I have no idea. You are not influenced. You are the influencer. Wait, so how <laughs> if I had a business account... So, guys, just so you know, I... <laughs> Would like a business account because I want to be able to use Swipe Up. But I'm at 9,222 followers. So okay. I need... Can we get Molly 800, 800 followers through this pod? <laughs> I think we can. Because then I would be able to Molly use Swipe Chen, Up. Molly Chen, Molly Chen, Molly Chen. I would Chen. be able to share all it's my recipes. Okay. Um, you guys, this is important. And can we talk about <laughs> your um, newsletter? How, what's yes. the website Molly it's says? It's tinyletter.com oh. slash Molly Chen. We'll put it in the yeah. show notes too. But you have... Okay, let me tell you something. I know I just told you to talk about it, but actually I think I should sure. brag about it and tell me. Molly does a newsletter where she says, like, something – she, like, tells you stuff that's going on with her, but it's also, like, a thing to eat, a thing to buy, a thing to do. Like, it's very um, easy to digest. People that do not know Molly that are, like, my friends, like, from home and from college are obsessed with Molly and her email. I have a friend – who sent me a picture of her pregnant sister and mom reading the newsletter printed out on paper, oh, trees paper, <laughs> at the swimming pool because the sister was like, IDK, like what to do when this baby comes. Like, Aww, that was else? the sweetest. Who, oh, Natalie asked me about the rice. My mom asked me about oh, the yeah, rice. Oh, yeah, we that, just made. Like, everyone gets your newsletter. It's wild. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to get you new followers. I <laughs> deeply think that actually we know all the same people, but. Yeah, I think we do. The um, wedding pod, maybe we'll get you. <laughs> I feel like this is just, like, a good reminder for me that there is a tool called Saved. Okay. And maybe I should start saving okay. things. Um, the fact that you don't save is, an in- is interesting. Should we see my most recent saves? Uh, those are my tags. Okay. It's not intuitive. It should be on the home Okay, my most recent saves, I'll tell you like my three most recent so you can see like how I use it. Okay. Yeah. Hitched with a hashtag, which is a member of the Love Stories Love Club. Um, They are social media wedding coordinators. Mm -hmm. She posted this adorable picture of her in a cardigan that she had um, embroidered for her wedding. And she, it's just cute and funny. And I saved it because I was like, oh, we should regram this. Uh, Shout out Hitched with a hashtag. I saved a video from Karina Lemke Weddings, who's not part of our love club. She's a wedding planner. I don't know her. But I thought this was, like, the most beautiful table I had ever seen. It has, like, pink peonies. And I was like, maybe I'll regram that sometime. Or just, like, it's so pretty I have to save it. I don't know. It's very Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's very Rachel-y. And then the third one is another very beautiful, very fancy wedding at the Breakers from Posh Party Gal who is a member of our love club, and I always, like, we should regram this. Okay. Um, I feel like now I have I'm a good sense. I feel like I should use this for saving recipes or things like food inspira- inspiration, and I should use it for definitely for our Hungry Root um, customer UGC because we get some great pictures, and I then I don't have to hang out on the hashtag. Um, and also, <laughs> then I also, like, hate saving Instagrams where I'm like, why? Why did this happen? I, I mean, to be fair, I say, I probably have thousands of things saved and don't go back to them a lot, but, um, I think, okay, that's interesting. Like, Molly's not a saver. That's okay. Yeah. You, we learn something every day. Okay. Should we play Instagram roulette? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, my mom is actually here right now, so we're going to let her be our Vanna White. So Beth, choose a number between one and 10, any number. Seven. Seven. Good choice, Beth. Okay. So if you're new to the pod, what we do is Molly and I are going to swipe seven times and whoever we land on, we have to say, these are in our Instagram feed, say who they are. Okay? Okay. 
Ready, set, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, sometimes it gets stuck, seven. You go first, you're the guest. Oh, fun. This feels very appropriate. So I landed on Drink Ramona. Oh my Doesn't god! Doesn't this feel very yes! appropriate? Okay, so for you guys who do not know, Drink Ramona is a, I think, I literally think this is their tagline. I know her because Wine what? spritz, but cooler, or something oh, like that. Their new um, ads all over the city are so she, freaking So this good. is such a, this is the story of like, you know, someone who's just phenomenally good at what she does. Um, the founder of Ramona is a woman named Jordan Salcito. She's a master sommelier. She was the, you know, beverage head XYZ at Momofuku group for a million years and may still be. Um, and I met her when she was starting Ramona and she explained to me like what she was doing, which is basically putting really delicious, um, made in Italy wine spritzes with, I think they, it's grapefruit and just like lighter and alcohol, really refreshing in a can, great branding. And it's called Ramona. And this is like before, now I think you go to the store and you see all these like cool branded wine and cans. Mm-hmm. That was definitely not the case a couple no, of years no, no. ago. She started this. Yeah. I, she, and now has continued to kind of grow. Like if you look at her Instagram, she has a great aesthetic and she's like, just has a really strong point of view. There's obviously like a really strong color scheme here. It's mm-hmm. very like peachy and sherbet-y um, and lots of fruit and lots of women doing cool things. But you know what I like about it? Okay, here's my thing about color stories. I don't like when people's Instagram are all just like artsy-fartsy photos from the 70s mm-hmm. and nothing from their own brand. You can put in a few of those. Everyone likes them. But like hers are like actual pictures of Ramona's and then artsy-fartsy stuff that matches it, which yeah. I'm very into. But you know what I'm saying? I don't like when people like exclusively do like Totally. Agree. I, you know what I'm trying to say? It and I'm trying not to too, call people out. Fashion for me. I, right. Hers, it's perfect. It's like, here's stuff that mat we're matching pictures to our products, not the reverse. Yeah. And that's exactly. what I like. Yeah. So follow Sorry, her. I interrupted you. That's a great one. Okay. I landed between two accounts, so I picked one. And I can't remember if I've talked about this on the pod before. This is an account called But Like Maybe. And I can't remember how I started following her. Her name's Ariana Margulis. Mar- I think, I normally would say Margolis, but it's with a U. She's from Michigan. That's not how I know her, though. I don't know her. She has 200,000 followers, and it's cartoons. Mm -hmm. And it's fun when you've been following someone for a while, and you see them getting more, like, sponsorships and partnerships. It's really cool. So she does cartoons about, it's sort of like a really modern Kathy. Like, it's, like, about dating and, like, life. And she doesn't post a lot of pictures of herself but she is very very cute and pretty I can't let's see this is her sometimes she does like cartoons like of herself but like okay it's just so the most recent one is two girlfriends it's a cartoon and the first girlfriend is saying want to sign up for a 7 a.m class with me and the other one says as long as we don't actually end up going like it's just (laughs) funny it's like cartoons about her life you know Um, a lot of it's like about New York this other one is called types of People at brunch, a slideshow. Oh, I saved this. Yeah, I because feel like I I'm thought it was funny. This. Okay, type one, still drunk. Feel great. Type two, the lives for the recap. <laughs> type three, questionably alive. Type four, the slept with her ex. <laughs> type five, the day Caesar. I took a class at seven a.m. This one has <laughs> a green juice. The may throw up at any moment. This person has sunglasses on. And a Pop-Tart. And a Pop-Tart. And the one that says, didn't make it. And it's, like, just an empty glass. Like, it's just funny if you're, like, 26 and you live in New York. So you should follow it. She's funny. I like her. Sometimes she has, like, funny stuff about her mom. I just like it and I think it's funny. So it's called But Like Maybe. You will enjoy it for sure. 
Um, okay, last game of the night, Do You Follow? This is where we each say an account that we think y'all listeners should be following and why. So I feel like we need a theme. There's so many. Games. Well, I think my theme was going to be you should follow Hungaroo and Molly. But yes. if you don't want to, <laughs> and we can talk about those, if there's something else you really want to shout out. How about my, okay, my two are going to be Hungaroo and Molly and I will say why. I already sort of bragged about why you should follow Molly. You really need to subscribe to Molly's newsletter if you live in New York or you eat food or you have a baby or you read books or you wear clothes or you watch TV shows, sometimes really good ones. I don't know. Like just, you should do everything Molly does. All of our friends just joke that like Molly and her husband Rob have life optimized and the rest of us are trying to do like 70% of like what they do. And her Instagram is like the same thing. And her daughter Lily, I'm a little biased, is like the cutest baby in the world. And She's really fun. People she makes a lot of appearances Enjoy Instagram. following her. So you should follow at Molly Chen. And of course you should also follow Hungry Root because now you guys are going to get $25 off to deliveries if you go to hungryroot.com slash follow so you should go there and like scope out the new foods and their new design molly like spearheaded all new creative for their packaging and it's so beautiful so Um, excited it's very jazzy and if you're already a subscriber of hungry root you can get like ideas and like scope out new like food drops and stuff so um and you guys have like a crazy, don't you have like a crazy active Facebook group where people like share recipes Oh and my stuff? gosh, we could spend a whole episode on that. We yeah. have this amazing, I mean it's closed, you just have to ask to be part of it, but yeah. it's called the Good Life Facebook group. I think there's, I mean there's 1,500, 1,600 people in it. These are like super fans, people, you know, some people are hanging out in the group and haven't even gotten hungry yet they're just like kind of poking around to understand yeah. what's going on yeah but these are people who know more about the products than we do sometimes they talk about what they make they talk about how they mix and match they like catch things on the site before we do it's like it's amazing it's really cool and it's really fun because it allows us to kind of get customer insights okay so i've been trying to think while i've been sitting here who i would say i'm trying to think of who i can say that you guys haven't said in the past i mean i'll do a food one because it's yeah me. do a food one. yeah so, I love Bon Appetit. I think that they mm-hmm. do so many things right. I think that their recipes continue to just inspire me and be, like, a little bit surprising, but not totally on, like, the wacky side of the spectrum. And they just have a lot of talented people who work there, including this woman that I feel like now Carla's really going to think we're obsessed with her, but there's a woman <laughs> named Carla Lolly Music. Her name, uh, her Instagram name is Lolly Music. And she is the food director of Bon Appetit, healthy-ish, basically an Epicurious. And she is just hysterical. She does this um, YouTube series where she invites people over. Which is amazing. um, Including a lot of drag queens like Ms. Cracker. And they cook a recipe back-to-back. Like, Carla stands with her back to this other person, and they cook something. And the other person can't see what she's doing, and it is amazing. This is funny. Um, And she just has a great eye, and her recipes are extraordinary, and her Instagram stories are really funny. So I just like, you know, we talked about how I don't save, but I consistently send her post to Rob and be like, we need to make this people thing. People are so, how do people come up with these ideas? People are so funny. It's so funny. They're, um, so I would highly recommend following her um, for food inspiration and definitely follow Hungry Root. We are really trying to make sure that our feed is inspirational and, you know, makes healthy living feel really accessible and exciting and never feel like something unattainable. And we also just want to have fun and hear what you guys want. 
It's so pretty. I love the new design. Okay, so those are some good follows. So that's it for tonight. Molly, thanks for joining us. I had so much fun. Do not forget to go to Hungry Roots. We should have told people we're eating cookies right I know, now. I know. We're eating cookies. I literally had to like shove one in my mouth so I could talk to you guys. And it looks like one of us didn't eat their cookies. That's so I fine. might have to eat. <laughs> um, so go to HungryRoot.com slash follow. That's HungryRoot.com slash follow. And get $25 off two deliveries and... Otherwise, send us your social media questions so that you can be on the pod and that we can help you. So you can DM them to at Rachel Joe Silver or at J Delphine or at Molly Chen. She will send them to us. <laughs> or you can email doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com and we'll answer them on a future episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Do You Follow and please leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us and also it helps other people discover the pod. Last but not least, make sure you subscribe to our other pod, Love Stories Radio, where we answer wedding questions from real brides. And Molly's going to be a guest on that one, too. It's a wild pod night. (laughs) We'll see you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.